0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan.
1: Hello, everybody. We have been, you know, doing some cool stuff behind the scenes, working our little Booties off, trying to set up something pretty epic in our business. And I feel like we're at a point now where we can breathe a little bit. And so we wanted to come in here and talk to you as we do about the pros and cons of going evergreen and turning your products, specifically a digital course, into an evergreen model.
0: Mm hmm. Ah, well, let me give you a couple mindset slash things that happened in order to get us to this point. So you have a clear idea of why we decided to go evergreen. And then we'll talk about all the pros and cons. So you can decide if it makes sense for you and your business. So flashback to 2017, or the end of 2016, Emily had found out she was going to be adopting and then I (laughs) found out (laughs) (laughs) well I well I not only did I find out but I wasn't necessarily planning on getting in a massive car accident but that happened and so we went into 2017 a little bit overwhelmed to say the least had a little bit of a rocky January and somewhere three or four months into the year we both kind of looked at each other, like, "Hmm, well, I think this is going to work out, but there for a little bit, I wasn't sure we were going to stay partners or be in this business anymore." And so, just so you know, that's not a thing. We're not breaking up. Like everything. Well, it golden. wasn't because we
1: weren't getting along, like at all. No, it was no. just I was knee deep in diapers, and you were knee deep in like healing your body and your brain, and and it. It was a lot. Like anything extra was just a lot. Uh, We didn't have childcare for the first four months, which I know people don't have childcare for a lot longer, but that was us. Like, I went from having all the time in the world to having a baby and my partner at home for four straight months, which just like, as you guys know, like jacks with your routine. And it was winter. Like, Penny was a winter baby. And so, like, not being able to go outside and like enjoy anything and get sunshine also affects our moods greatly. So it's like a shitty season all
0: around. Yeah. So we both looked at each other and we knew something had to change, but (laughs) instead of like trying to figure out what that was in 2017, we decided to launch our signature program in the midst of all the insane crazy and we had two massive launches
1: like yeah well and i'll give you the mindset around that a little bit too like even going back even further from 2016 if you guys remember we've talked about this a lot where we were launching every two weeks and we would cycle in about four or five different products all you know under 700 under 500 bucks so relatively low to medium price point and we would see results and then we would turn around and do it again and see results but we like we couldn't get past this threshold of, of income from those launches. And so our idea behind launching our signature program, even though it was in the midst of crazy, was that it was at a premium price of $2,000. So we could do a bigger launch less often. That was exactly what we were aiming for. And the kind of thought process behind creating it anyways, so we could see bigger, better results. And it went well, but I definitely remember looking
0: at her after we finished a launch and felt like I couldn't talk or see straight for like another two months. Because it was so intense. It was so draining. It took up so much time. And we were pouring absolutely every ounce of energy we had into it. And we knew that even though it was possible to you know, have a couple big blips a a couple times a year to sustain our business. Ultimately, we wanted something way more consistent, way less work, way more like
1: Emily and I have a life. (laughs) So because what happens, like, not only are we like tired of launching and exhausted from this and exhausted from that, but we also started to like our our quality of serving our audience and our students was getting compromised because we oh, were so sure. tired. We were so tired of just the constant like needing of our attention because of the way we had set our business up. Like that's no fault of anyone listening, that was on us of how we were selling, how we were bringing people into the door. So we knew like okay, if we can evergreen this selling part, So we at least don't have to be on for that. We can be on for the serving part, right? And that's exactly what we wanted to shift. And I think before, like we have it down here at the bottom of our checklist, but I think we should explain what evergreen isn't before we go into the pros and cons. Sure. Because I really think that there is this, because I thought this. So like if I thought it, I know there's at least one other person out there who thought it. Before we even entertained the idea of evergreen, like back when I was a new business baby, and like looking at you know people i that inspired me that I looked up to, and i I knew that part of their business was on evergreen. There were assumptions in my brain that. Not that they were lazy, obviously, they were really hardworking and smart, but like what you can't, like, you can't show up and sell that thing to your people. Like, you have to offload that too. And, like, oh, I bet, like, they're never interacting in that group anymore. They're just like getting people in and then abandoning them, which there are people who do this. Like, I bought a program really, really early on in my business, actually, more than one that was evergreen. And, definitely got ghosted on the person who was like the face of that product once you're inside the doors. And like that doesn't change the quality of the content, but it does excha- change the experience that you have with that person. And we didn't want to sacrifice that. So like I just explained, like we needed to evergreen the selling so we could actively serve. No, for sure. And so
0: I, I was definitely not sure what it meant I mean, not that I didn't understand the concept, but like, I had no idea all the intricacies that were involved. <laughs> and it seemed like a much simpler process from the outside looking in than it did. Because I, I remember and I'm sure some of you who are interested in evergreen have already done this where you like go to someone's page and you know, you're like, this is an evergreen product. I'm going to sign mm-hmm. up just so I can see how the funnel works girlfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. you that is just s- the tip of the iceberg. You cannot see all of it from that uh-uh. side. I uh-uh. mean, you can see a lot. Don't get me wrong. You can definitely make assumptions about how certain things work, how some of the triggers are happening, but it is way more complicated than it looks yes. from just yes. that standpoint.
1: Well, and evergreen also isn't the like, Oh, I'll just let people buy my course every day of the year. That that means it's evergreen, and I can just send traffic there all the time, and then they'll buy it, and everything will be great. That's a version of evergreen for sure. I don't think it's the most effective intentional evergreen because we have products that are like that. So, like, I'm not saying we don't do that, uh, but this what Abby's talking about, like the deep giant iceberg under the water is building a very sustainable, scalable, profit monster of an evergreen funnel. Profit monster. You like that? Yeah. So to set
0: it up even further,
1: so... Remember, the launching every
0: two weeks. Then we had the two major launches in 2017. So we went into 2018 basically wanting to change everything because like we do, like that's just not yeah. surprising. Yeah. Have you met us? <laughs> but we actually started evergreening a different product. And we we recorded a whole podcast episode about the $15,000 mistake we had when trying to make that happen. 17. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It was a lot of money. And not that evergreening that product would have been bad. But what we decided to do instead has definitely led to much bigger and better things, in my opinion. Um, So we're going to get more into that. So long story short, I will definitely talk more about it at the end. But we, if you want to know the secret and like how we actually made it all happen, you have to listen to the end. But we utilized a certain coach and a certain program to model how our evergreen was built. And that definitely plays a humongous role in our success. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, the last piece I want to mention, it's it's not a set it and forget it. Like it, it, it we talk about this all the time about like passive isn't really passive. It is feeling more and more like that every day. And as it's gotten like its legs and it's starting to like have a solid foundation, but there are still things that we're checking in on this funnel every single day. There are changes, very, very small tweaks that we make here and there. And so it's something that like, it's not, you can't just click a few buttons and be like, okay, that's set up. Let me go make something else. Nope.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh So now that we have... uh a. 10 minutes or more of the uh-huh. setup for this conversation. We just wanted to be really clear, guys, on what it is, what it yes. isn't. Listen, okay. I just have 17 more things to say before we get started. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about the cons first because I do think we need to like lay out all the shit on the table and talk about it. And the first one being how
1: flipping uncomfortable this entire process is. Yep, I literally wrote on this checklist. It's uncomfortable as fuck because it is. Like I cannot describe that any more blatantly. Your mind, your soul, your emotions will be pushed to levels that you never thought possible <laughs> in your journey of going evergreen.
0: Yeah, it's it is a journey of acceptance of breaking yourself down of starting over in the midst of this whole process I had a full-fledged identity crisis (laughs) I (laughs) just just one (laughs) just one and I then went on like a self-discovery journey and then I broke all over again. <laughs> and this was like for a totally different reason. So, and that's just the first six months, guys. So like, I can only imagine what's going to happen after it. And I I would love to say that it was because of something else, but it wasn't. It was all related no. to
1: this process. No. It was all this. It was all this. <laughs> I mean, you know how they say, everyone says this, like what, what you, what took you, like what got you here is not going to take you there, right? The beh- behaviors, the strategies, the tactics, the mindset, all of that junk that got you to the amazing place that you're at right now, whatever that is, is not hands down going to get you to the big dreamy place that you have next, period. And if that was not proven to me and still is proven to me every single day when we have conversations with our coach or with each other or our team about this funnel, I'm constantly being pushed about, okay, but you say that you want this, but you're stressing about that. Or you say that you want this, but you're deciding to change this over here. You say, you know, so it's a lot of like, keep your head in the game and really, really stick with what you say that you want because the, moving into our next thing, it is extremely hard to focus on the end result during this entire process. How many times it, and it
0: wasn't just me. Like, it was both of us. One of us oh, would look yeah. at the other person and be like, how about we do this? How about, how about, how about, how about, uh, no.
1: <laughs> we launched a new product in the middle of this. I and know. I can't believe we didn't get, like, fired from our coach. <laughs> she definitely she gave there, us, like, a, like, an eye roll. Mm-hmm. 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 Twiddle on her fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what happens is, and, and she has said this multiple times, you know, especially when, when you have peers in your area who like have seen similar success to you or like are, are like just a little bit behind you. And you can see so much of yourself in other people oh, is yes. what I mean by that, right? So there's a bunch of our peers where I'm like, oh, my God, I was making those same decisions six months ago or last year or that was my business last year or whatever. And then you see like what decisions they're making next and they sound fun. Like they're like building retreats or they're writing a book or they're doing group coaching programs or whatever. Right. And a lot of that stuff does make sense for us to try next, but it's not what we're doing right now. And it's not what we're focused on right now. And so seeing a lot of our friends and our peers do these exciting, shiny things it was really, really hard for us to like say no to either participating in those things or making like our own version, not the, of a retreat or whatever, but like our own thing that our, our passion was for uh, because we needed to give this like our full attention. A hundred percent. And it was, do you remember asking our coach, like the first week of this where we were like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like we have the funnels, like we're going to write some emails. Great, great, great. Like wh- what else should we be working on? <laughs> yeah. She said, she said nothing. Now I don't want you doing anything but this. Well, and the part that's really hard about that
0: is like, I cannot tell you how many times or I'd look at Emily and we would do something and the the only thing left for me to do was like sit on my own hands and twiddle my thoughts. Yes. And yes. I know that sounds crazy, but it's like once certain things are set up, you have to test them long enough before you can change something else or do something else. And so like certain days it was like, okay, max capacity is like going live in the Facebook group or like doing some Instagram stories. And then what, that takes up 40 minutes of your day and you're just supposed to sit there the rest. And before we were so used to like, you have to do everything in order to see progress that it was really hard to just sit and wait when you could, literally, like, it wasn't because we weren't trying. It was because we were testing. And in order to test, mm-hmm. you have and to waiting. wait.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. And in that, in that time frame, like it was so easy for us to be like, well, we could just make this over here or we could design this or we could change this. And it was like, okay, we could because we have time today and maybe over the next couple of days. But like, when we need to give this funnel, like more of our attention, then, then that's going to have to sit on the back burner. So instead of like half-assing the start of 17 new projects, we just focus on this one. Yeah, girl. It was... Ugh. <laughs>
0: which leads me to how freaking expensive it is slash was slash could be slash
1: is already all the things And, and so we say this with the caveat of like we don't know your life for some people like it's not As expensive, like we invested in a coach in the system, so there was that up front. We like invested in ads because we had already been like testing for over a year, so like we knew that ads worked and like what how they worked and how like all of that. Now we are like testing a new thing, so there was definitely a trial of like, oh, okay, that didn't work, so let's try this. It doesn't necessarily have to be like you don't have to dive all the way in, but going back to the uncomfortable part. Our coach is like, okay, but you say that you want this, so why aren't you going to do what you know is going to work? Want to learn exactly step-by-step
0: how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that helped me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. So a lot of times it would end up being like, okay, girlfriend, like I say it's expensive, but like, that doesn't mean there's not a return. It doesn't mean that it's not going to turn around and generate. It was that it would push me past my zone of uncomfortable. And so like, or a zone of comfortability. So like I, a lot of it was like, okay, if I invest $1 and I can get out five. Why would I not invest ten thousand more dollars to get out fifty thousand? Yep. yep. And so there's a not that it's always a direct correlation because that's the other thing that I think is a misconception
1: is that it's like a giant ATM where you can just continue right. to pour. Well, and you always put in one, and you're always going to get five. Like that's not how that works. No. days <laughs> you get five. sometimes you put in one and you get fifteen. Sometimes you put in 1 and you get 3. Yeah.
0: And you know, sometimes you get in 1 and you get a dollar 50 and you still yeah. celebrate your dollar 50. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yes. That was just really difficult for me because we started spending and I'm not going to go into detail necessarily, but we started spending in some cases as much as I made in a whole year previously. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I just spent that. Like it's gone. Like I can't get it back. Like I could have fed my family for a year on that. What am I doing? So yeah. talk about again a mind game. uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So along with expenses and testing ads and and phew, managing all of that, funnels itself are complicated. Oh yeah, girl. There's the easy, like you opt in for this, you send some emails, you pitch a product and you're done. And then there's what we have. (laughs) And it's this giant, like, if this, then that. Oh, they didn't do this, then do that. If they did this three times, then let's send them over here. And it's built that way because it works. And because like, you're very intentional about where you're moving this person across the board. But there are layers upon layers. There are funnels inside of our funnels. And so wrapping your head around that, it kind of (laughs) hurts. And we personally set them up ourselves. There were some like copying that we could do from, because that's another reason why we did Uh, Switch to Active Campaign because you can import funnels. So, some of them were kind of built out, but like we still had to change everything and, and tweak stuff based on like how we knew our audience and what we were doing on our own funnel, and then building the funnels that came before that and after that. And it just, it's still to this day, we started this in January, and I just showed Abby a glimpse of my screen. I am using this software to build out. One giant sheet of our funnels, like consider just like a giant whiteboard, so we can know like where people are going, all of our people. It's called a customer journey. So, like,
0: what are all the paths they can take, and how are they all connected, and how does it work, and why does it work, and what are the offers they're given, and all the things like it is, I mean, this is just, she gave me, she gave me draft one and I was like, (laughs) I giggled because it was so ridiculous. yeah
1: Well, and coming from people who like our literal customer journey before was buy this, download this. Here's a thank you. Now you're on our list and we're going to email you whenever we want. I know. That was it. So like we went from nothing to, oh, okay. Let's like actually be intentional about this. (laughs) And I I will say
0: this, this is not a pro or a con before we move on to our next con, because I just want to, if you got this far and you're like, whoa, dog, I want to just say that evergreening is not for everyone and it's not for every type of business. And it, and this level is not necessarily required for everyone either. So like, it's complicated because we have a two thousand dollar product, and because we have customers coming in from all these different scenarios, and some of them have known us for two years, and some of them just met us last week and so there's a lot of complexity to that, but for you it like remember like starting at the beginning it's it's not always as crazy, okay, so the last negative thing before we get into all the awesomeness that is evergreening. How many times, Emily, mm-hmm. did you
1: want to quit? Honestly, it's from January until now. I would say a good seven times. So once like a month. Like legit. Once once a month. month. Legit being like, I let's turn it off and try something else. I don't even – I don't think I can even quantify it because like <laughs> – it might have because you think it every thirty seconds, and then you're happy, and then you're sad, and then you're mad, and then you're disappointed, and then it's working again, and then <laughs> yeah, basically that.
0: Like when I, when I say I wanted to quit seven times, it was like, well, that might have lasted two weeks of wanting to quit, and then and then I was okay for five seconds, and then uh-huh. I like two days later, it was like,
1: what's wrong? Yeah, 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 and. And it's be it goes. I think it all comes back to that being uncomfortable because when you our coach did a and continues to do a really good job helping us like just just read the numbers like just understand what's working because for the longest it took us a while like a couple of months even when it was set up even when it was like running and we were sending traffic and we were doing whatever for us to be convinced that we could put a two thousand dollar product on Evergreen. Oh, for sure. And so there was a meeting we had with her when like we we're private messaging her at one point. And I think she could just like, like our words were thick with doubt and insecurity and questioning and all of that stuff. You know what she what I mean? Could she smell could it. tell how we were feeling or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so she like hopped on a call with us and was like, okay, like, let's just look at the data real quick. So we're like, beep, beep, boop, boop. She asked us about our like earnings per lead and like our conversions and all this stuff. And it was just this slap in the face that was like, oh, wait, we don't even have it completely perfected. We haven't even like done a launch or a big campaign and it's already working. Oh, okay. (laughs) So yeah, she's had to do that multiple times, by the way. (laughs) I have never been more doubt, not doubtful. Like (laughs) I say that with like with this, with the weird like flip of the coin of like, yes, I was super doubtful. Yes, I wasn't totally confident. Yes, I wanted to quit. Yes, it was hard. Yes, it was uncomfortable. But on the other side, I'm like, but I know that we have to just keep going forward. Well, and here's
0: why. Like, let's jump into the positivity because at this point, you're, you're probably convinced that you're never. Everyone's doing this. like, ah. <laughs> I, I know I've talked before about the first time we got to a point where we were seeing sales every day. And like how life changing that was and like how emotional that was and all of that. But it takes it up a whole new level when it's not just a $29 sale, but it's like, we made $6,000 today and I went to the movies and hung out with my husband and petted my puppies and went on a picnic and like, like, what? Like, how
1: is that even possible? Yeah. It's a new level of what we had built our business to be that we knew we needed to shift some things and try something new in order to get to A, like why we even did the whole thing. But yeah, that layer of seeing people who you've never met before in your life, who are brand new to your audience and to your brand and who are ecstatic about the thing that they just bought from you that you've set up to be highly converting and effective. So you don't have to handhold them through every part of the process of onboarding. Like that is just, okay. Yeah. I'm here for that.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that just leads to the freedom. Like, we've We've all talked about financial freedom and like having the ability to build the life we want and live the life we want, but even when we were just launching a couple of times a year, I never felt like I could just go away at random and everything would be okay, and that the business would stay consistent and that we would continue to have new leads and we would continue to have sales. But now, like, I have more dates booked for travel than I ever remember in the history of our business. And instead of worrying that it's going to impact sales, I have a feeling it's actually going to increase sales because people will envy which I'm not saying you need to be jealous of me, but I, truly like, they'll be like, Whoa, like wasn't she just in California last week? And, and now she's doing this over here. And like, I want my life to be like that and
1: people buy based well, on feeling,
0: So like, yeah.
1: Yeah. And it goes back to, you know, what I was explaining earlier about us wanting to, to automate the selling so we could show up for serving. Like this is also what it allows us to do. Like the stress and the scheduling conflict and the dedication and the like eating out for a week straight and staying up late for a week straight during launch time, like that doesn't have to be the only way we make money anymore. And I thought, and we both thought this for the longest time, and it's just now starting to prove us wrong. that. We could only sell like if we showed up live to every single thing, that if our faces were there, our personality was there, our whatever. And I'm not talking about like uh, leaving the podcast. I'm talking about like, okay, we're on the podcast and we're blogging and we have YouTube and we need to do webinars and we need to do this. And that's then the only way we can sell. Like that's where our head was six months ago of if we don't do all of those things, then it's not going to work. And so we still have the podcast. We still have the blog. We still show up on lives, not as frequently for lives, not as frequently for webinars. But when we are able to show up, it's even more valuable and it's even more life-changing because we're not getting burnt out on it. And we know still that we're going to make money. No, for
0: sure. The piece that like I knew would happen, but I was surprised by though, was... The growth of our audience. So, when you're targeting cold traffic, like obviously you want people to go purchase your thing. Like, that's the whole goal. But anyone who's ever sold anything knows that everyone you invite, like, only a small percentage of those people are going to buy the first time you pitch them. And so to get the results you want, you have to continue upping the amount of people you introduce this to. And so what does that do? It builds your email list. It builds your Facebook group. It builds your social media. And you know, we went from having like it was definitely growing, but kind of slow steady growth in all those places to all of a sudden kaboom. Like like how how much have we grown our email list in the last two months? Isn't it like
1: 15,000 or something crazy? Yeah, I can get an exact number. But yeah, if you guys remember when we like deleted a crap ton of people, we're at 16,000. So we deleted 21,000 and got all the way down to how many? Wasn't it like four? Like it was between four and six. It was like some... Yeah, it was. Yeah. Somewhere between there. So what we
0: added between ten and twelve thousand people in the last sixty days.
1: Yeah. Well, and we're up thirty-one percent since this day last month. So that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And we have close to a fifty percent interaction rate of our of our list. So which that we're not only very uncommon. Very we're not only uncommon. getting more leads. But there are leads that are opening and clicking on stuff, which is what you want. Yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> By the way, that's helpful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it kind of like leads into the other thing of like, more people get to hear about your offer, but so there's a trickle-down effect of like the more we talk about this and the more we grow our audience for this one focus, the more sales we have for our other products, the more people we have listening to the podcast the more people we have in our group, the more people we have opting in for stuff, right? So like it affects our business as a whole, even though we're just focused on one thing. Yeah. And
0: that allows us to say yes to really flipping cool stuff. Stuff that before it was like, I I know we said that we had to say no for so long, but I think we're finally to the place, not where we are going to not... Pay attention to this anymore. It's still going to be our number one priority, but we can do little, little fun side projects that are very short term, that have a purpose, that are entertaining. And we've even talked about, you know, like going on a podcast tour or, you know, writing a book or all these other things. And even if it wasn't right six months ago, it might be right at the beginning of next year.
1: Yeah. There was, um, In the refocusing of like just paying attention to this thing, like we're finally up to a point where like our heads are a little bit above water, where we're looking ahead of the year. Like we said, yes to traveling in September. We're saying yes to like working with two of our really close friends, like creating something new and helping them sell their stuff. We said yes to a really cool workshop that we're going to be announcing hopefully, really soon, probably, and just really cool stuff that like doesn't necessarily have an initial like financial gain or like a really, really big one, but sounds just really fun and rewarding. And we know it's going to be valuable to you guys. So we're building that cushion now in order to do more of those things. Absolutely. And I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. So throughout this episode, you've heard us
0: mention a couple times our coach. And some of you are like, I know who it is. I know who it is. And the rest of you are like, huh? who, who, what? I don't know this. So if you haven't heard us talk about her before, our coach is the amazing Caitlin Batcher. She's been instrumental in these changes that we talked about today and all of the incredible things we've been able to implement inside of our own business. I know that we would not be nearly as far as we are now without her, uh, mostly Mm -hmm. because I remember trying and getting
1: nowhere. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember that phase, Emily. Uh, I try to block it out, but yes. <laughs> yeah. So if if this is you, if, if any of the stuff that we've talked about today has been like, Oh, I think I'm ready for this. I have a course that's profitable and I'm ready to scale it and I'm ready to turn it evergreen. And like I would love to learn from the same people that you guys learn from. I would love for you to reach out to us and chat with us about your goals and and your signature program, the results that you've already gotten, and where you want it to go to see if your business and your headspace is ready to tackle something like this. I know that
0: there's a lot of information out there and it can feel rather overwhelming, but I'd love to give you the exact things we followed and in what order. I know you guys eat that stuff up Mm -hmm. and if you want in and you want to hang more out with us. You want to hang I mean, more still out in with
1: us? Is that how you say that? Hang, h- if you hang want to hang out with us somewhere? Yeah, that. <laughs> if you hang, I would love if to. If you want to hang more or less out with us. make a decision and uh, email us or don't. That's really your only decision. So well, no, but what I'm trying to say, there's more to that. Okay.
0: is Caitlin does have an amazing, it's not only a coaching, but it's a group program that walks through the pillars of how to grow a six figure course to a million dollar, Product. Mm -hmm. And I know for a lot of you, that sounds magical and amazing and unattainable. So if that's you, but you're already well on your way and you have an established business, we'd love to hear from you.
1: Yeah. So hello at thinkcreativecollective.com and we'll chat it out.
0: Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the Co op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates,